0: Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, getting great ideas to market. It's a
1: completely different sell. You're changing to, it's a very trusting market. It's a very relationship-based market that the the government, you know, GovCon space is. Mm. It's very much relationship-based.
0: The cybersecurity pie is getting larger. At least that's what we keep hearing here in the region. Various places around our region are making their case for why they're the best place to grow cybersecurity businesses. Our next guest is Sarah Purdom. She is a business development associate with Anna Arundel Economic Development Corporation, Anne's managed cybersecurity incubators and is an active and vocal supporter for cybersecurity entrepreneurship here in our region. So we're going to talk with her today about her own experiences helping cybersecurity companies grow and what makes an entrepreneur likely to succeed in this developing industry. Well, you've been involved looking at your background, a large cross-section of cybersecurity startups here in the region. In your experience, what makes an incubator and accelerator really work well for an entrepreneur?
1: I think it's the culture that the incubator itself surrounds itself with I mean, you can have cheap office space, you can have conference rooms, which helps companies meet and do their physical business. But I think it's really the connections that are around the incubation kind of mold. And one of the things that I've learned with being in an incubator is it really helps when an incubator or that culture helps with connections to cash and customers. Mm. Um, That's one of the things that I learned with with working with BW Tech at UMBC, the cyber incubator there, great program. And then, you know, moving into my role here with Anne Arundel, we really embodied, focused to embody that same, those same goals and those same missions with bringing in people like Michelle Perry, who was the CMO of Sourcefire to work with companies on for free. Um, Adam Bixler, who uh, does product development, with Arbor Networks. He's working with some really great companies in the county and in Maryland um, that can compete internationally in the in the AI space and cyberspace.
0: I think what you're getting at, and I see this as well, is that ultimately there is this very strong role for a local government to play insofar as helping to support accelerators that are really customer focused. And University of uh you know, Maryland are- Baltimore County was UMBC, right? Yes. Where you were. And now, and so anyway, I, I completely agree. That's been my experience as well, which really leads me to the next thing, which is the customer focus. I find that the biggest challenge, particularly with cybersecurity, is you can't be a cybersecurity entrepreneur unless you're really technically proficient. Right. But many technically proficient people are not good business people. So how hard is it for a tech person to start a business and how do accelerators really make that difference?
1: I think at first it probably isn't as hard because if you're working on a product and if the product is there, then you're ready to go to market. Um, But once you kind of start scaling, you need to have some business savvy in order to grow the company, know who to hire, the right people to hire, where to look to hire. You know, Maryland is a great feeder of talent. UMBC um, is the largest pipeline of students to NSA. Um, We have the inter Community College, which is the academic center of excellence. So in Maryland alone, there's a lot of great feeder of talent to get those jobs. But you're right, at some point, you see these guys that come out of NSA, that come out of government. They're really technically efficient guys. That they saw a problem within their government, kind of set upset, and then say, you know what, I can do this in the commercial sector. I can do this outside. I can sell it to the government by myself, kind of maybe in a faster way. Um, so when they're getting ready to scale, I think it's better for them to align with people or bring in it, bring in a, a product, you know, marketing person or, or bring in someone who knows how to market to um, the customers that they're selling to. So I think being technical gets you very far, but I think if you can't talk to the customer and saying, you know, how is this product or this service going to save me money in the long run, um, then, you know, like I said, that will only take you up to a certain point and then you kind of level
0: off. Yeah, that's my experience too. It's, it's really interesting to me in that um, I find that technical founders will work a technical problem forever. I mean, yes. months, kind of a, mad a year, they, but they will. Yep. But yet, the frustration of making a connection with a customer, even though it can be a shorter process, is just so much harder for them. You know, it. Look, you you've seen this a lot from your personal experience. What makes somebody temperamentally able to to make that change from lab experiment? I'll overcome any obstacle. To damn it, I've got to make the customer mine my product.
1: I think it's the drive and the grit that the, that an entrepreneur has. Working for somebody else is, as you probably know, completely different than going off on your own and kind of j- jumping off that ledge. But I think getting that background in the government, whether it be DISA, NSA, D, you know, any DoD and then switching it to selling to a different market that's a commercial market, it's a completely different sell. You're changing to, it's a very trusting market. It's a very relationship-based market that the, that the government, you know, GovCon space is. Mm. It's very much relationship-based. So when you kind of go outside that box and sell to a Waterhouse, to a Morgan Stanley, they're worried about the numbers. They're worried about, you know, what level of risk is this new product or service going to bring into my Um, into my system and into my people and how long how much time is that going to take away from either people doing their business to learn the new kind of um, software or or how to fix the hardware but I think being an entrepreneur and going out and selling their own kind of IP it takes a great level of risk and and in that leadership and I think um, that's why we find entrepreneurship so exciting (laughs)
0: <laughs> it certainly is a bit like a downhill sled running right. away, no doubt. <laughs> Last thing before I, I, I let you go, Sarah, you and Anne Arundel, like many other parts of the region, you're you're all over cybersecurity. What, what's the uh, thing that you're most excited about for the next year?
1: I think um, with Anne Arundel EDC, we're really supporting and looking at the growth of Fort Meade. Um, Cyber Command is being stood up as a fully functional um, entity by the end of September um, you know, Fort Meade itself, it's the largest employer in Maryland, second largest largest base, um, the economic impact is almost $27 billion. Um, there's about 55,000 people that work on Fort Meade and that is split between those in uniform and those working um, on NSA and DISA. Um, and there's about 145,000 indirect and direct jobs that work for primes and, subco- and subcontractors. So I think working and continuing supporting that mission, those missions will ultimately help the businesses in and around um, in Arundel County.
0: And broadly in the region, a big driver for economic development. Sure. Sarah, thanks a lot for coming on the show. And uh, I definitely appreciate your insights, particularly with respect to how those of us who want to be entrepreneurial can really use an accelerant incubator to get out there. So thanks for
1: sure, us Thanks today. for having me.
0: And we want to say a special thank you to these show sponsors. What's working in Washington wouldn't happen without the support of other organizations here in town who want to make a difference by highlighting how our region grows. Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation Their business development team can help you find the best talent and ideal location and the latest in market and business intelligence. Your business starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. And TEDCO. TEDCO invests in early-stage and life sciences companies. It produces resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. TEDCO's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.tedco.md. And Jones Lang LaSalle. They're a leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contract, and the professional services industries. JLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan. Online writer, Barbara Ulrich. Music provided by two D.C. region bands, two-car living room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time.